Welcome to Keith and the Girl. I'm Keith Malley. I'm Chemda. This Saturday, July 4th, it's Keith and the Girl Day. Very excited, Chemda. Yeah. I mean, we're we're in a different time and space now, but we could still share our Keith and the Girl pride all together. If you have a Keith and the Girl shirt, a shot glass, a hat, post it online, tag us. We'd love to repost you and just the whole community gets to see each other. You know what I'm doing special for this weekend, Chemda? If you're a Keith and the Girl VIP member, you have Keith and the Girl TV, videos we've made over the, the many years, decade and a half of podcasting. I'm throwing in so many more videos that we've done in there. It's going to knock your Aunt Connie's socks off. I'm talking oh, about another 100 for 30 episode, those, uh, those in the know. I'm talking about videos that explain the entire history of Keith and the Girl. This is uh, just video after video after video after video for you to look at this weekend. And I'm very, very excited about it. There's a lot of classics in there that people will reference forever. I think one of the most referenced one is the phenomenon video. So if you're going to start with something, it we got so goofy on these things. There's another one where I believe Kyle, not current Kyle, Kyle shits in a computer. There's another one where people are on, uh, what's that drug that was legal? Not sativa mm-hmm. and just going nuts. It's such an interest. KTG TV was when we were babies in podcasting and over over a few years during our Keith and the Girl experience. Now even more videos will be there. And of course, with Keith and the Girl VIP, you get the brand new Diamond Dogs episode I just recorded. It's called Doom and Gloom. The oh. description is Poppers, Father's Day, and Destiny. It's What's all here. With- What's with Craig and Poppers? We we see him in chat. We do a chat every Wednesday night. Join us, 9 p.m. Eastern. And uh, he's like, all right, guys, uh, everyone take out your poppers. And he just kind of like relaxes into his seat. And I'm like, I, I really, growing up, I thought poppers was for totally different reasons. So I'm learning a lot. Yeah, I told him I like to take a Viagra and then read a good book. Uh, we get to the bottom of it and you'll see what's happening. The dogs fucking suck and discuss the controversial topics of the day. And... After this, I'm recording a new Daddy Issues episode with my brother, Ken. In fact, I wrote my dad today trying to prompt him. Hopefully something starts just in time. Whoa. This is this is very, it seems, therapeutic for you, of course. You finally even admit that you have Daddy Issues. And then for Ken, who we haven't heard from for the entire 15 years of our podcasting, and now is just unleashing on this show. It feels good, does it? Right. I, uh, it's not healthy, but yeah, it feels great. <laughs> feels great. That should be your tagline. It's not healthy, but it feels good. <laughs> I know once I had sex with somebody, I probably shouldn't. And I'm like, nice. This feels nice. But you know what? It's wrong, right? Um, so a new episode of that will be, will be up probably by the time you hear this. Our buddy Elvis Rico is uh, back in the hospital. He has the Keith and the Girl murals on his arms. And he said, hey, I'm going to be in the hospital. Can you give me another daddy issues? So this worked out uh, for him. So best wishes over there. I follow him uh, online. I see on Instagram, uh, he put the, he wrote this. Imagine having sex with your girl and you say, you like this dick? And she says, I like old dicks. That's how you assholes sound like that say old lives matter. ha. <laughs> Honestly, that is not where I saw that going. <laughs> He's a poet. That political turn was a complete shot. Mm-hmm. Hats off to yeah. you, Elvis. That's right. That's oh right. God. So best of everything over there. KeithandTheGirl.com slash OMAT, O-M-A-T. I've been doing this every weekday with everybody. It's a lot of fun, it, and it uh, it starts your day. It's Kenda's one-minute-at-a-time program. And she asked some of the members, would you recommend OMAT Club and why? And I want to read a couple to you. I definitely would recommend OMAC Club. It has instantly given me the morning routine I've been looking for for years. Before, I felt I needed five to 10 minutes to meditate and a 20-minute yoga routine, then 15 minutes to write, and so on. That would be an impossible morning routine before school for me. With OMAT, I now see I can literally spend one minute on each of these tasks and still be better for it. Here's another one. Absolutely. Being isolated is so hard. Having a group waiting for me each morning gives me some purpose. I need a little structure in my day to keep me mentally focused and happy. It's so easy to check out and just sort of drift through life when things are too much to deal with. The club keeps me grounded. 
How nice is that? It's so nice. And it really is. It's funny because that's what I had in mind. You know, I used to have a three hour to five hour morning routine and I happened to have the time and I was also recovering from a lot of things. So, but, but doing that led to, oh, I can have a flexible thing by doing one minute. I can do 10 minutes of yoga some other time. It just kind of introduces me or reintroduces me into these practices. And just the fact that I have a solid routine, whether it's morning, night, afternoon, whatever, really sets the day. Would I recommend it? Yes. Henda is a warm and professional facilitator. It is a regular practice designed with important self-care activities that don't seem too overwhelming at one minute per exercise. Great for the overwhelmed slash procrastinators. That's yeah, great. Yeah, that's what it, you know, I, I, who was I talking to the other day? Um, oh, Who's 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 a great impressionist that's been on our show a couple of times? Did uh, does Bernie Sanders? Not to put anybody on the spot, but anyway, James, I said, James Adomian. James Adomian, and I said, uh, "How are you do- doing during this time?" And he said, uh, "Bored and overwhelmed." I'm like, yeah, mm. it's it's all it's it's all sides, and that's what I like about this uh, this program a lot. Uh, this person says, "I already signed up again for July." If it was offered at the 7 a.m. slot year-round, I would be an annual OMAT member. I'm so thankful for Henda that she created this. It really has made things that felt so hard to get started on so much easier. All right, oh. So check out keithandthegirl.com slash OMAT, O-M-A-T. And on the forums, you'll see uh, some comments about people who have been part of it as well. Uh, I, I say I say, give it a shot. Henda even says give it a shot. You don't like it, she'll refund your money. How about that? Yeah, and we're doing it. I know that July 1st is a great time to start because we need markers. So the first of the month is great. But you can actually start any time. So whenever you're thinking about it right now, go to keithandthegirl.com slash OMAT, O-M-A-T, for one minute at a time and sign up. If you're a VIP, you get some discounts, so check your dashboard. I hope to see you guys there. I have seen it uh, helping people, and it has helped me, so I hope we can do it together. All right, we got an exciting show for you today. Do you have your Keith and the Girl bingo cards ready? <laughs> I'm not being literal, just in case you think you're missing out, but uh, I am looking on the forums. What are some things that are repeated on Keith and the Girl? You really get uh, you, you get to know yourself, don't you, Keith? Yeah, no kidding. Here, here, here are things. Here's the list so far. When Kenda mentioned smoking weed every day, when Kenda says something like, "Why are you going to your parents' house for Christmas? For what?" Well, yeah, I this speak comes the up. Truth. This comes up in June, even. <laughs> Keith asks, how did he die when a 102-year-old or so dies? And he answers, with rock climbing. Keith's iconic paper ripping. Keith says, nice. <laughs> Keith gets lost. I'm listening to older shows, and I forgot how much of a running theme this has always been. Well, I wouldn't get better at it in the past. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. uh, Kenda points out how awful it is to have children and how abortion is always the answer. I think this is a little biased from a mother. That's my I, guess. I feel a little misunderstood. And on the forums, we went a little back and forth with this. But yeah, sure, throw your children in the garbage. Kenda or, wants or, your baby. Or take a joke. <laughs> Kenda wants your baby's dead. Uh, here's what shout out to Xerxes is one. Yeah. Uh, Keith brings up bummer news like a baby shot its parents who were gun enthusiasts with a machine gun and is killed by the family pit bull afterwards. <laughs> Kenda spills something. Uh, wait, Keith spills something too. And it's a much bigger deal when it happens. Yeah, seems a little different. Kenda clanks a glass or plate. Keith tells a guest to put away the pen or whatever they're using to make some annoying noise. Keith mentions someone's website or social media at the end of the show, and they interrupt to say, oh, it's not that anymore. And then he rips the paper. <laughs> Keith shines a light on the horse fart conspiracy at the heart of the British royalty. Well, that I, I'll never stop getting the word out there. Well, how do you how do you like your list? Because I, you know, I'm OK with mine. And I think that's how we judge ourselves, you know, because we do need a reflection of other people. And I feel like I can handle this reflection of me. Well, Kenda's, you know, if Kenda brings up uh, her disease that gave her a tumor and she's still autoimmune compromised, what's she going to do? That's not going to come up and play again. Same thing with me getting lost. Yeah, I don't mind my list too much. Yeah, I feel like yeah. a decent person. I do some kooky things. All right, get your pen, get your paper ready. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, feature on Late Night with Conan O'Brien, Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Late Show with David Letterman, America's Got Talent. Her album... 
Dance Like You Don't Need the Money was named SiriusXM Comedy's Album of the Year. And you can pre-order the brand new one titled Vertically Obese. Carmen Lynch. Hi. Hold on. Hello, Carmen. Hi, I'm here. How are you? Oh, my God. Carmen, I can't. I can't. I can't. No. So we had, how long was our mic check? Wait, can you hear me? <laughs> yes. I can't tell if you're fucking with me. You can hear no, me. I can, I can oh. hear you. Jesus Christ, it took us, what, 30 minutes to fix that? No, it took you 30 minutes. (laughs) We were fine. You guys were the ones that wanted to use the microphone that wasn't on the laptop. That was not my fault. Oh, my. My head's going to explode. Okay, Carmen. Carmen, you now speak for all comedians that do podcasts, okay? And that do do stand-up comedy on Zoom. Okay, (laughs) you're going to explain this to all of us. This. Yeah, you just... She's showing us a microphone. We know what that is. Okay. Uh, let me just ask you a quick question so the rest of us, me and Henda, can understand this, okay? What the fuck? Now, you comics know this is the new way of performing for now. I don't know if you're in denial. Why don't you sit down once and take the time to figure it out? Why one day are you talking in a car, then another day you're on the toilet with your phone, then another day, like we just blew we your mind it, by asking you to plug in a microphone. We just want right. to keep it entertaining. No, I do no. all my zooms on my phone. That was the problem. For the record, right. what did I say more than once about what? this thing? I said, have your mic and your headphones and your cam plugged in. Oh, I did. It just didn't work. <laughs> That's the fourth part that Henda didn't say. See if it works, right? I can't test that myself. You guys, we're not technicians. You are. We're not. (laughs) That's that's how we want to be known. 15 years of podcasting. We want to be known as technicians. Well, you know, come on. You can't count on a comic to do this. No, it's, it's very, it's very nice to see you on this new device called the internet. Welcome to the show. (laughs) And my girlfriend did a zoom show the other day. I, I sat her down. I, I, we tested it on her computer. You know what Carmen goes? Hey, you could use your phone. It's fine. You know what she does? She uses the phone because it's easier. Guess no, who couldn't hear us? I didn't know it was with you. I, it wasn't with me. I was just oh. watching it. Oh. I couldn't hear a fucking thing. My baby doesn't know this yet. None of her words came Why through. Why is she asking me? Huh? She should have asked <laughs> you. That's her fault. Yeah. Her fault. <laughs> I go, how'd you do? And she goes, I think it went pretty well. I go, okay. (laughs) It's going to be a really fun date for you guys. If anyone makes me feel smart, it's Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get to some news here. We got bigger problems, believe it or not. We have, regarding the coronavirus, worldwide, 10 million confirmed cases, over half a million dead. One month ago, it was 100,000 dead. 30 days later, it's 500,000 dead. This is only going to get worse, and America has to wake up and close these. People need to understand they're going to be recording from home. So plug in your microphone. Carmen, what dates do you have lined up? I want to hear this. What dates in person in a club do you have lined up? In person, I have October onward. Okay. I canceled I'll... everything for the summer, and I'm sure the fall will get canceled. But okay, good. Yeah, good. Do you hear what's happening in Houston, Texas? Big spike. Uh, they, but they didn't like that the word got out how bad they're doing with this virus regarding uh, the ICU. They deleted all the information about how many people they have that came in and needed the ICU. They just deleted the information so it can't be reported. What is this insanity? It's like, it's the way Russia lied about Chernobyl. There's no difference. You have states now that are embarrassed with the way they handled the virus that they're underreporting what's happening. Man, honestly, I don't know what's wrong with me. I really thought the mic check would be the most bummery, but no. (laughs) Right? That's the best Uh, part. That was the best news of the whole podcast. It really was. I played a round of poker. It was fantastic. (laughs) Back in March, the New Yorker, uh, Put a had an illustrated cover, and it was Donald Trump wearing a mask, but the mask, instead of being on his mouth, was on his eyes, as if to say, hey, see no evil, right? Then I see a picture of an actual guy, not an illustration, a human person, 
with a Make America Great Again cap on an airplane, crowded, and his mask is on his eyes so he can get a little shut eye. He, th- he thought this cover of The New Yorker was a recommendation. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad idea to put it over your face, over your eyes on a plane. Right, but keep it on but your mouth, too, like ring two. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. This is just one uh, airline that I'm bringing up. I'm sure there's many. American Airlines said that it would start flights to capacity starting July 1st. Uh, customers will still be notified when they are booked on crowded flights and can move their reservations at no cost. There's, right. well, that's not how life Life doesn't work that way. No, that's like saying, hey, if we overbooked your flight, you can just go another time. Right. Okay, uh, then Mer- let me just let me just come to your airport and go. I have time off now. Thank you. American also asked customers to certify they have been free of COVID-19 symptoms. You promise? No. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like being at a pool. Like if you had diarrhea in the last two weeks, you can't come in the pool. I'm on vacation. I think we're all good. Well, that's like those questions. Has anyone looked at your bag or helped you pack or anything? Right. And you're like, you know, I always get nervous and I'm like, I'm going to get caught for no reason doing absolutely nothing because I, I think for a second, I'm like, Hemda, don't think when they ask you that question. It just makes you look suspect. Like who helped you pack? Like, I don't know. Or even uh, if like your, your aunt put in like her, right. your favorite shirt that you left in the laundry. You know, and you're like, wait, my aunt did go into my bag. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was in my possession the whole time, but I didn't stare at it like a weirdo. I had lunch. I was talking to a friend. I mean, I assume no one touched it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the idiot who tells the truth when I get pulled over. Right. So who's how you get you just have to promise, I guess, to this airlines. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, I'm fine. I see these testing facilities again when I saw in uh, Houston a Line around the corner and everybody's next to each other. Like you you put dominoes further apart. These people are so next to each other that if they if they didn't have COVID, they're getting it right there and then. So whenever I hear about these things, I'm like, yeah, we really need to stop yelling at each other. This is a system that's broken. That's a system. The uh, the airline is a system. It's all. I'm not trying to say like down with the system, but put that on your fucking bingo cards. I it's it's people who are given. Right, it's people who are given the information line up here, so they line up there. You know, the, but the still, pres- I would know. The president said, like- "Don't worry about it." Okay, but isn't that like what is that? Isn't it? By the way, it's the Republicans without the mask. Aren't they the ones that say about personal responsibility? You know, not to be in that line. You know that. You know that. Well, you I, know, you know, you you, you, had, you had huge lines in uh, Queens hospitals like two months ago. Nobody cares we, about Elmhurst, Queens. There are so many browns of all different shades. It's just unnerving to people. Okay, so let's forget about that when everybody was dying over there. But if your president is telling you not to worry about it, and if you only consider life the first trimester of someone's pregnancy, there's your bingo card, then, you know, what are you going to do? Right. Just, you you care about that person's, you know, womb until it comes out. Oh, boy, I really am going. And wow, I'm done. What? I'm done. No, about until until you know it comes to it comes out into the real world. And no, then I followed. Like, I said why okay. I followed. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, all get okay. it. Uh, Carmen Lynch uh, brought up a good point though about this virus on Twitter. You can follow Carmen comedian. The good thing about masks is that you finally get to smell your own breath and realize what you put us through for so long. Let's hope some people wake up with mints. At least people have halitosis, and it's about time they found out. You're right. That's why I hate the smell of masks. No, they come with no smell. (laughs) And you You can also talk to yourself, which is really nice. You know, when you're at the store and you're like, oh, I forgot some pears. You know, you can say that out loud and not look really weird. Yeah, for sure. No one can hear you, Carmen. Keep thinking. No, lightly just be like, oh, should I go to aisle five and get my favorite shampoo? Oh, look. Yeah, I just don't like I don't know, you know. What chicks need to be told to smile. But other than that, yeah, I'm I'm kind of a fan of it. You know? You know what? By the way, you know what? So I brought up Henda's autoimmune disease, and she has to be in her house until the whole world, you know, gets cured, quite frankly. And right before the show started, she goes, Oh, I didn't pass my health checks. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. But you know, it's probably my fault. She told me she was doing health checks this morning. I don't know. She goes, I didn't pass that? them. I start freaking out. She was talking about the way we record. Our computer says, your microphone looks good. We're doing a health check. 
And so she had to restart her computer because she didn't I'm pass a health so check. Sorry. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what the f- what? Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, do you remember there was a special recently? Aziz Ansari did. I think it was black and white. He was wearing a Metallica shirt, uh, the camera right up to his face, and he did. He did this section where he was talking about, hey, does, first of all, this is what I didn't like about it. He he was referencing that he remember when he was canceled because he was on some weird date and put his fingers in a woman's mouth, that kind of thing. And and he said, oh, I've learned a lot, but didn't explain what he learned. And I guess I guess we forgive him. He decided. Then he somehow twisted around on us about how we're too fast into getting upset at people uh, online, even though he learned a lesson. And he says, do you guys remember there was a, a pizza went to a customer and there was a swastika written in pepperoni? Who here remembers that? Wait, a and pizza half, went to a customer? Pizza, a customer bought a pizza and the pepperoni was in the shape of a swastika. And about half the audience goes, yeah, I remember that. And he goes, well, I just made it up, you fucking idiots, right? So he, he zinged you. Real, real important lesson there. There's a Little Caesars in Ohio, Brook Park that just sent out a pizza with pepperoni in the shape of a swastika. It's 100% legit and employees needed to be fired. Oh, fired? Is that all? <laughs> no, I know. I mean, but... <laughs> How are you going to get another pizza job? Is this Aziz's worst day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he dragged that out for 15, 20 minutes. Like, are you sure? I'm going to pass the microphone one at a time to everybody. Let's take a poll. Who's sure it never happened? Of course it happened. First of all, it probably already did happen, Aziz. Secondly, for sure that now there's uh, pictures uh, and everything. I wonder. Um, I wonder if he googled that before he decided on which news item. Because I kind of thought it was a good point. Why are real? you saying you heard about it? You know, you probably didn't. It wasn't a big controversy. So if if a couple years later we're like, gotcha, we did hear about it. I think he still won. Uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I do think that it sucks that people are like, yeah, yeah, I totally know that. Why are we embarrassed that we didn't hear the piece of news that's fucking filtered through a billion things right now? Do you have jokes? Carmen, do you have jokes that not, not just because of the different language we use, just because of the situation of life that you can't use anymore? For example, uh, some time ago. Go ahead, go ahead. uh No, I was just going to say some time ago I would joke, but I mean it. That if you put up, I'd think like a real presidential candidate, again, this is years ago, and you could put up fluff against them. And I think it would come out almost 50-50 how people voted. And I first I used uh, Paris Hilton as an example. Then as time went by, I changed it to uh, Kim Kardashian. And I said, I think it'd be a 50-50 shot. Now I can't use that joke because it's so obvious. Yep, it's true. You took a game show host and you made him president. Uh, are there any stories like that where just life, Life is different now. Well, I I feel like it's too sensitive. Like the other day I tweeted something and uh, I tweeted, uh, I guess my last name has been canceled. (laughs) And it started to get a lot of likes and retweets. And then two girls, both white, according to their profile, were like, this is not funny. Uh, people are getting lynched. And I'm like, well, clearly I'm on the BLM side if I'm saying my last name's been canceled. And I was like, you know what? It's so not worth it. And I just deleted it. I'm like, fuck all of you. <laughs> you know? But huh, you just, that's... You just can't... I don't want to deal with all the uh, comments, you know? Even if most of them were good, it's like... It's just too much of a waste of time. I, uh, you know? It's hard to say, but I think I would keep that up. But I know, really, yeah. But I almost enjoy that sometimes. Like, oh, yeah. you said something stupid. Okay, let's I, leave I, your I, comment there. Right. I would have kept it up, but for the record, it's only weirder now when you put it up seven different times. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, you never know what's going to get you canceled, and it's like uh, I don't even want to. I just wasn't in the mood. You know, I was like, fuck this. And some of what that stuff do? works better on stage, I think. I think when people see it written, it just stays there. And they, you know, they go, should I be offended? Should I be offended? Oh, I'm offended, you know? Mm. Right. Versus on right. stage, it's just in and out. And they don't get your vibe and they don't know who you are. 
Yeah. Perhaps. Perhaps. Um, what do you do when well, you there, find there's out? Some words that are, there's some words that are triggered. Like um, Xerxes was telling me at his old job, um, he would say technical terms like we need to segregate these wires or whatever. And people and I, I don't remember if he said they were white or not, but I think they were. And it's like, oh, we're, we don't like that word. It's like, oh, what? These are words for this. They're real words. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's weird also is those plugs. When you have a plug and it's the pointy end, it's called a male. When it's the whole part, it's called a female. And I, I, I'm, I was at the store. I was at Guitar Center, and I'm trying to buy they plugs, and nobody knows what I'm talking about. And I don't know. I don't know what can you say, Carmen. You know, you could say the pussy is the female one, the one with the hole. <laughs> you call it the pussy. Okay. All right. Uh, one of Little Caesar's hot and ready pizzas recently left the customer fuming. What a fun way to start an article about a swastika. Jason Laska stopped in at the Little Caesar's shop at Smith and Snow Roads in Brook Park, Ohio. This really she is like a, a a couple of weeks ago. It was a, a warmish autumn day, you would say. And we were in the center of town when we realized... We're a bit famished, aren't we? That morning, he didn't think he would stop by a pizza hut, but there it was. And he felt a sort of draw to it as as if, you know, he were hungry or something. As he walked in, someone greeted him like they do. As When Jason woke up this morning, he didn't think he'd be served a swastika. <laughs> uh, she turned, let's see, uh, He's talk, Jason is talking about his wife. She turned and asked me, Babe, did you order this? Did they make it for you? And I turned around and looked at it, and I could see the shock on her face, and then my jaw just dropped. I like how he asked her, and I wonder if it's like, wait, am I about to discover something? Or right. or he was being sarcastic, babe, you ordered this? But it sounds like, hey, I'm just going to, you could have ordered this, and I'm totally cool with it until you say yes, and then I'm going to pack my bit. Right? Doesn't it right. sound like, hey, are you sleeping with Bob? Just, you know, here and again. No big deal if you are. Just want to right. know. I just need well, the truth. Well, I remember my ex was sent some uh, mass business mail out and that it ended with me love you long time. And I'm like, you can't do that. And she goes, I thought it was just a phrase. Like she, she was too young to know full metal jacket. And she's like, I just heard that. Me love you long time. What I say wrong? <laughs> like maybe, maybe the wife was like, I would like a pinwheel on my pizza. Yeah. And I was like, honey. <laughs> Thank God I saw this before you ordered it at a party. But no, she did not order it. He ordered a pepperoni pizza. When he got home and opened the box, he found the pepperoni on the pizza in the shape of a swastika. And what's Lask his name? Because this this is not in person. So they're just going to give anyone a swastika? Laska, L-A-S-K-A. The Laskas did not eat the pizza. Instead, they saved it for proof. They immediately called the shop, which had closed just minutes earlier. They received a call from the local owner and the Little Caesars corporate office on Sunday. On totally. Sunday, oh ho ho! Little Caesars is trying to get ahead of. They're trying to get ahead of the new week. No one wants to trend on a Monday, do ya? Uh, Jason <laughs> said, told him that it was supposed to be an internal joke that they were playing on each other and the other employee, and the pizza was never intended to go out. He also confirmed that he had left the employee go that morning. It's just a joke. We do swastikas on entire pizzas and throw in the garbage. Uh, next time, ah, we'll have mushrooms. Right. It's no big deal. Look what I made. Like, let me tell you about fast food workers. Laziest people that I, that I see in general, in general. And they're not going to make a pizza with a swastika for fun to say, look what I did. Can I say that? And I don't want to correct you, but I feel like you mean lazy for a reason. You told me to fucking do this. You're not paying me enough. I put this thing in the hole and I go right. home. Well, they're making pizzas for fun, apparently. The Laskas visit that Little Caesars often because it's so close to their home. Okay, after... what is this? Do the Laskas have nothing else to, like, this, you know, award-winning <laughs> Laskies or whatever. It's just, this is just fluff. Maybe the uh, Laskas need to eat healthier, you know, stop eating so much pizza. Right. That's it's a real lesson. It's unacceptable, and in our minds... We are just never going to go back there. Well, the, well, of course, Little Caesars is trying to make it right. They're like, would you like one with a Star of David? That's way more pepperoni than average. Uh, little Caesar Hey, guess what Little Caesars policy is when it comes to racism? What percent do you think they tolerate it? Oh, I'm going to guess a thousand percent no tolerance because they're like the super best. 
Zero tolerance for racism and discrimination in any form, and these franchise store employees were immediately terminated. Were deeply oh, I forgot that zero is good in this case. Yes, yes. Yeah, it took me a second to do the math. I was like, is it 100 or zero? <laughs> it's never It's never in between, I'll tell you that. Whatever number they say, I'm like, well, that has to be the good way, because that'd be ridiculous. Whatever the best is, that's their tolerance. Right. Uh, I mean, over here at Little Caesars, we love Jews. We hate even using ovens. <laughs> Gotta be honest. Just the way people like pizza, but we'd rather grill it if we had our way. I would like to, I'd like to meet the corporation that has 0% tolerance for anything. Like, what do you do? You shut down the whole place? What happens? What, what happens when your tolerance is, mm-mm, we don't have any more tolerance for this. What happens? The same thing that happens when he puts a booger in it? Oh. Uh, th- <laughs> that Sorry, that's, that's what's through Carmen. Yeah, that's that, that's what I, what I hate. Yeah, I'll move the pepperonis around so they're not a swastika, and then eat it. <laughs> but boogers, uh, no. Uh, Donald Trump says, "I just had the privilege of signing a very strong executive order, probably the strongest." And I just learned America- what that means. Protecting American monuments, memorials, and statues, and combating recent criminal violence. Long prison terms for these lawless acts against our great country, perhaps retroactive? Perhaps. I don't know if that's <laughs> I don't know if that's how laws work, but all right. Perhaps retroactive. Is right. that is that the PS on the clause? I think he's really <laughs> asking. He's like, hey, got anybody know? Is it retroactive too? Or Oh, my God. Let me know. Write in comments. Mississippi lawmakers have voted to remove the Confederate symbol from their state flag. On the top left of uh, the stupid Mississippi flag. Guys, Mississippi, why are you in such a rush? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's going to be hard to design an entire new flag. It's just the corner. It's just the corner, right? It's just a black corner now. That'd be great. Members of the legislature broke into loud applause after both chambers, with broad bipartisan support, passed the bill to retire the flag. Here's one Republican House speaker. How sweet it is to celebrate this on the Lord's Day. His name is Philip Gunn. Uh, The newspaper shows that he's white. Just so you know that everybody agrees this flag is too much. Many praise to him, being God, to bring this up on this day. He has answered. A commission will be tasked with designing Mississippi's new flag without the Confederate emblem. That design will be put on the ballot on Election Day. So that's something fun for Mississippi to do. How fun for you guys. And also on the ballot is what color my new walls should be. (laughs) Uh, California Democrats are looking to strip the name of John Wayne off Orange County's airport. By the way, didn't he? I was too old for John Wayne, but I've seen some, you know, some movies doesn't he look like trouble? What's the John Wayne thing? I know I've always heard the name. Looks like trouble, but is he trouble? Uh, let's see. A 1971 interview in Playboy. He's in that piece. He says, "I don't feel guilty that I'm into white supremacy." Oh, he's trouble. I don't feel guilty about the fact that five or ten generations ago these people were slaves. Holy, that's pretty clear. I think so. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm not even talking about right the sexist stuff. Where, where let's said, but let's you know. Keith. Let's take a minute because we're in cancel culture. Let's right. talk about what he really meant. Because uh-huh. I feel like we could look at it from all perspectives. <laughs> what what interview? Like who? What, did you even you ask John Wayne? What do you think about slaves into him? Like why did John Wayne say anything? Kendall <laughs> always says this. What the fuck was the question? You have any hobbies? Well, my hobby, I'll tell you what I'm not guilty about. What? Okay, Do you have any hobbies slavery? Any slavery thoughts? These these will have to be okay Cupid questions nowadays, right? Do you hate blacks? Yes, sometimes no. Nobody thinks to ask these fucking questions. When is it funny to draw a swastika on a pizza? When you're sending the pizza to a friend of yours? <laughs> That's when it's actually- just... No, no joke. That's a good question because I I really could think that these guys just thought it was funny, but they don't understand what's not funny about it. 
Is it okay if you make the pizza in-house just to show your coworker, but you still have to pay full price for the pizza? Also, like, yeah, did you guys, because they closed shortly after, were you guys missing the swastika pizza? Who's the, <laughs> who's the first person to go, did you eat the swastika pizza? Where is and it? Then, and then you, you have, like, a pepperoni pizza, and you're like, hey, guys, extra pepperoni pizza, but we can't find the swastika pizza. Let's do some math. And then you, like, call an investigator, the same one that investigates every cop who shoots a black guy. We're looking into this. You, they're looking at a, a pizza with uh, mushroom and peppers, and they're like, "I thought this went out." Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! Or, or they lock the door behind him at the end of the night. Hey, by the way, was that pizza good? Uh, I thought you ate the pizza. I, I thought you ate the pizza. We got to burn this whole building down. Maybe it Uh-oh. was like a Red Cross pizza, and the pepperonis got <laughs> moved around. You know, yeah, because that. That's definitely funny. A red look, Red Cross pizza. Look what I did. <laughs> Pass right. it down to John. That's yeah. also how pizza that's melted on with cheese just moves around. <laughs> you know, pepperoni that's melted on. Also, dog- how many how many pizzas are you allowed to make? That's just creative. Like, if Zero the boss was around. Zero. <laughs> Zero tolerance on pizza wasting. No, don't waste. No, you know pepperoni. they. They knew that, you know, they saw a video on day one and it and the video had somebody in a black robe and it was like, I'm the waster. I love to waste things. And he's throwing cheese around the room. Ha ha ha. This will ruin little Caesars and your health benefits. Ha ha ha. Pepperoni in the toilet. So they know they knew. They know that's a TikTok video. I saw that one. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had those jobs. I know what goes on. The daughter of a Michigan State House candidate urged residents not to vote for her dad in a viral tweet to which he replied, if you're Go in home, Mich- you cunt. Right. <laughs> you're dead, bitch. Mm-hmm. You're grounded. Um, let's see. This article only has her side, but it says, if you're in Michigan and 18 plus, please, for the love of God, do not vote for my dad for state representative. Tell everyone. Okay. <laughs> this, is a, this is a Stephanie Regan the daughter of Republican Robert Regan. I don't feel safe sharing further information regarding his beliefs. Come on, the politician, I want more. Yeah, Sorry. the politician later said that they strongly disagree with elements of the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh, there you go. So <laughs> I think he explained Whatever. it all. Yeah, what do you, I think what that's side do you think clear. she's on? Yeah. That's, yeah, if you're, I, th- I think if you have a close family member saying no, that's the end of it. Well, I thought about this as you were reading it before you got to the Republican part. I'm like, this could be a daughter who's more conservative, who doesn't like her Democratic, uh, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It could be in in reverse. And then I was thinking, that's still okay. I am so done with these politicians, their spouses and their children standing behind them when a controversy happens. And we go, oh, they're okay with it. And, And as if like that, can celebrate them above what the fuck they did. That's annoying. Uh, Contributing to the sense of possible impending anarchy in the defund the police movement, which calls for shifting money from law enforcement into social service programs, gun sales are at the highest that they've ever been. People are so stupid. They think defund the police that we're really going to live in a country with no police and that you're going to have to fend for yourselves. Didn't guns sell out like the minute COVID started? People were afraid of that looting and yeah. all that stuff yeah. guns and bicycles it's a weird bicycles. world out there yeah. yep mm-hmm. right except they have no problem making guns to keep up with the demand right. <laughs> chains are a hard thing to come yeah. by chains are a hard thing to come by uh gets yeah, there's do you remember the movie lord of war it i remember being fantastic it's with uh nicholas cage and he sells guns overseas so, somehow somehow legal but you know almost the way uh you know, marijuana is legal, but they can arrest you if they wanted to. Somehow gun running is is, uh, is legal in some shady way. So anyway, the civilian is running guns overseas. So there's many, many guns in this movie. It was cheaper for the producers to buy actual guns and resell them than to make fake guns for the movie. Yeah, zero percent tolerance. That's pretty nuts. <laughs> No guns went off in this movie by mistake. 
I, I saw, did you see, well, I saw that Tulsa rally that Trump did. And at the end, he used the Rolling Stones sh- song, You Can't Always Get What You Want, which to me is a weird song to pick, right? Yeah. But he, he loves it. He yeah. loves it. Uh, Rolling Stones has said, quit playing it or we're going to sue you. No shit. Start suing now. What the fuck? If I worked for Trump, I'd I'd say, hey, what's the song? And he'd say Rolling Stones song. And I'm like, I don't know him too well personally, but I don't <laughs> think they're going to like that. Well, didn't oh, he do the so- same with Tom Petty? Didn't he use yeah, his exactly. song? Yeah, like, I won't back down. Tom Petty had a complaint. Like, does that doesn't that look bad, or does nobody know? There's well, that's deep, like it, when Walmart sold All Lives Matters. Like, don't you don't you know that you're not supposed to do that? Right. <laughs> right. Did no one I tell love, you in your committee that Keith has a picture of people speaking around Donald Trump and him taking them seriously? That's very cute, Keith. Uh, the BMI. What's BMI stand for, Kendra? That's the music. Body, Oh, body I, mass index. The yeah. body mass index of music has notified the Trump campaign on behalf of the Stones that the unauthorized use of their songs will constitute a breach of its, of its licensing agreement. If Donald Trump uh, disregards the exclusion and persists, then he would face a lawsuit for breaking the embargo and playing music that has not been licensed. The Stones had uh, complained during Trump's 2016 campaign about the use of their music to fire up uh, blah, blah, blah rallies. Uh, you can't always get what you want, et cetera, et cetera. Well, how doesn't it make you look bad for that? I mean, I, I get it. All the good artists happen to be Democrat. Why is that? That's interesting. Look into that. Why? But Pick a Kid Rock song. I guess that gets old, right? There's Kid Rock. Uh, there's got to be another one. Ted Nugent. I'm sure Scott Baio would sing something for him. You know? <laughs> and Scott Baio probably can sing. He looks privileged. <laughs> That'd be one great. Song. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's uh, how his singing career launched because really no one gets canceled. It's oh, all a hoax. Right. <laughs> how are you doing over there, Carmen? You going stir crazy or what? I am. I'm with my parents. I've been there. I've been here like two weeks. Um, and uh, I'm going back to New York in a week. I'm so excited. I haven't been in New York City since March. No, I haven't been in New York City since March either. But here I am in my New York City apartment. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I know. In New I'm York. Talking with you. Yeah, so yeah. what what was the decision to go to your parents' house? Well, I was with my boyfriend's family and um and I was super quarantined. We weren't even allowed to leave to go to the supermarket. Like we just stayed indoors. One we were eight there were eight of us, and one person went to the supermarket. And I was like, you know what, my dad's turning 80. I'm probably not gonna see him again if this gets bad in the fall. I'm super quarantined i'm super clean let me just go now visit them and then leave you know oh that has a sentiment in there somewhere so what that's sweet almost did you tell him that you're seeing him because he's about to die (laughs) of natural causes um yeah i i just i just feel i can't go a year without seeing them when they're 80 that's not good you know and i was clean so so how's it going I mean, it's, you know, it's, I've never been home for, <laughs> for two weeks. I got, I got Jesus everywhere I go. It's fine. <laughs> the Lord, the Lord is here. Are you guys like getting that. along? Well, yeah, she no, said, it's well, fine. What? All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Picture I, I described any relationship like that. I, I bike a lot. I go on the trails. I leave. I leave a lot. I leave a lot. So it's going, it's good. I, I made my, my very first paella yesterday. Never made oh, one okay. my whole life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 I know. I, you can't be <laughs> clear. Know, but it's fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Do they try to give you advice still? Like my dad keeps oh my trying God, to give it's advice. It's like being in high school again, except that I'm telling them not to leave the house. Like I'm the one in charge now, but it feels like high school. It just to be home. It's weird. What kind of stuff do they get you on? Oh my god! How I f- how I uh, put the dishes in the dishwasher. <laughs> There's a certain way to fill it, Chemda, that it where you can use every corner of the dishwasher. <laughs> and don't touch the recycling thing with your hands if it has COVID. There's a way to. I'm like, oh yeah, you use another plastic bag. No, let me show you how to how to open the recycling without touching it. They got, 
they got their ways. Do you ever feel like uh, filling up the dishwasher the way you do and then leave like a $20 bill on the counter? Be like, I do it my way. Well, this is what I said. I said, you complain when I don't help. And when I help, I do it wrong. Oh, boom. See? You fucking blew their mind. They're different people side. now. Oh, you got to yeah. pick a side. And they pick sure help. You can help your way. And then as they thought about it, I watched the remake of The Babysitter's Club, and I think they learned their lesson. <laughs> but, you know, um, dinner meant, has to yeah. be served before 7. So if it's not be served before 7, everything is it, – it used to be about your kids. You know, people would be like, Carmen, are you going to be home for dinner? Now it doesn't matter. It's not about your kids. We're eating dinner at this time. We have our medication. We have to pee before bed. We have to do all that stuff. We don't care about you. You're here. <laughs> But we come first. Are you? Do you speak to them in Spanish? Uh, my mom, I do. Yeah, are you? And my dad gets very sad and bored, and I have to translate because <laughs> he has no idea what's happening. Is is that offensive? When they've been, to, how long have they been together? Fifty years. Fifty years, and he never bothered to learn Spanish. Is that a point I of contention to your mom? But, you know, I speak it fast. It's when you speak it fast with someone else, and I'm like, hold on. El Pescado is muy bueno. I think if I didn't bother to learn Spanish in five decades, even though she never brought it up, I think it would understandably upset Kyle. Yeah, I, I, know, think- can, I don't know about Kyle, but coming from a person who speaks another language, I could give a fuck. I understand what language is to some people. It just it yeah. doesn't happen, you know? Yeah. I know some Spanish. He's like, I get it. You took Spanish in high school. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm just like, like but, yeah. <laughs> but the but difference is you got, but you guys aren't talking. <laughs> yeah. but you guys aren't talking to somebody else of that language. It'd be if right. uh, the kids are speaking Spanish to Kyle and I'm it's five decades later. I'm like, I have no idea. But the kids don't really speak Spanish to Kyle. Do they? They don't. There's no Spanish in that house. It's all Spanish to me. But my point is <laughs> 50 years is a long time. That's all. So then do you do, try do you try your Spanish material on your mom? Never. <laughs> no, there's no comedy in the house. They don't get it's all about them. I can't run it by them. I've okay. gotten that's the good part. I've gotten so much material in the last couple of weeks um, that it was worth it was worth it to be here. You know? Oh, definitely write that on the comment card on the way out. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like it, it's worth it to go into that house at the Shining. You know what I mean? Well, you got to pick up the material. You know, <laughs> she keeps showing us the cross on the on, it, that, that cross is looks pointy and it looks, it looks like very it's very pointy. Yeah, it's gonna fall on my head if I do anything naughty in the bed. Oh right, mm-hmm. it is the good skinny Jesus. I see that's good. Um, do they knock before they open a door? My yes, mom does not. Still sometimes come in. You gotta knock and respond quickly. Yeah, yeah. You only get two seconds before yeah. the second knock echo takes. Yeah, they're already in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget to lock the door too. I'm not used to locking doors, so because well, that's who, who opens the door on you? Like on if the bedroom, a- right? <laughs> I got that, you're not used to locking the door. No shit. You're not used to putting a chair up against the. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, like I. I'm not used to locking the bathroom door, but I expect if you don't hear me no, somewhere else. It's funny because now that, you know, they use the bathroom more because when you're older, you use the bathroom, they, they need to use my bathroom. So sometimes there's no bathroom, but there's two bathrooms and they're both taken. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. They're occupado. And people start to panic in the house. If I'm in the bathroom, he's like, where, where, where's the nearest bathroom? It's, when I was at my el baño? El baño. See, <laughs> it's nowhere. I I would be at my parents' uh, bathroom, and yeah, I'd be taking a dump, and my mom is yelling through the uh, door. Do you? Would you like milk or water, hon? <laughs> I don't know. How about we discuss it later? We'll figure it out. Just tell me or soda. I have soda. Like okay, sounds good. That's I know first- you potty trained me. I know you showered me in the kitchen sink, but times change. Just one times minute, change. please. And it's hard for them because they don't have anything else to do. Right. You know, they don't. Old people need hobbies. They really do. <laughs> well, that's sweet of you to visit and give them two weeks of uh, corrections. 
I'm correcting <laughs> you. That's nice to do. Uh, Carmen Lynch, by the way, speaking of VIP, you can hear the show with my girlfriend, Kyle, that she does Yay. called Nonsense. That's in your package. And the new album, Vertically Obese, is now available for pre-order. You should get it. Yeah, you can hear her thoughts on Jesus, the irony. Uh, yeah. There's a track. You have a track that's in Spanish, right? At the very end, yeah, there's a track in Spanish. Hola. So, it was the last, did you, uh, what? Did you slave over the name? Oh, I didn't mean to use the word slave ever. Uh, no, no, but I, I, uh, that was a joke I have called vertically obese. But so I, every once in a while, I get a comment that says like, I didn't know you couldn't use tall. Wow. Things have really, like people really believe that they just don't even get that. It's a joke anymore. That you can't use the word tall anymore. Yeah. Isn't that weird? <laughs> It's too much. But uh, yeah, it was my last it was my last show in February before COVID really got bad. So and you were like, perfect. It came out great. And we're putting it out. I'm putting this one out since there's no comedy forever. (laughs) What if you're the last comedy ever? It'll come back. It'll just be slow. All right. All right. What if? Will there have to be certain rules for that a comedy club has for you to show up? Because I see people going in with no mask. Next thing you know, D.L. Hughley is passing out on stage from COVID. Where if they open clubs, where you just, hey, I got to trust them, or will you say, no, I need social distancing, I need masks. I mean, I'm going to take care of myself. I don't know. I, I think it'll be like the cellar. I'm not going to go on the road yet, but I think the New York City will be, you know, uh, social distancing. Every every person has their own microphone. When you're done, stick it in the bucket. It gets disinfected. I would expect at least that. Hmm. You know, but what's the rush if they're going to fill it up halfway and pay you ten dollars? I don't know. I don't. Right? Do they pay you half too? They're like, oh, per law, we can only pay you fifty percent of your cash capacity. I mean, I would assume that's how it's going to work. I can't imagine they're all going to pay full price for six people in the room. Right. Not that not that full price at these comedy clubs. God not forbid. Not that $25. No, please. <laughs> Too much. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, follow at Carmen Comedian. And you do want to follow because that means, of course, that when she types something, it pops up right away. And when somebody makes her feel guilty and take it down, you already <laughs> saw it. Okay? And hopefully website, you screenshot it. Yeah. Right. Screenshot them. Save them all. CarmenLynch.com. It's right there. All right? That's the website. Has Thank anyone you. yet accused you of like making up that that's your last name to be funny? Um, just no. wanted you to have just wanted you to have something to look forward to. <laughs> but what were you going to no, say? I had a I had a show in Edinburgh uh, like two years ago at the Edinburgh Festival called Lynched, and someone's already written me like, you know, I was looking at hashtags on Instagram, and you keep tagging your photos with Lynched. Um, I don't think that's funny. Are you trying to get more views? And I was like, uh, I had a show at the fringe that, you know, and every, all my shows were, were hashtag Lynch. So I, they felt stupid. I mean, they were, I was like, Did that's my back? show. It's self-deprecating. It's about me. It's about my last name. And they were like, so- sorry, but people are just trying to, to get you for anything now. You know, I really wouldn't be surprised if they were like, Lynch is gone. I'll just be Should you, Carmen. if an entire state, yeah. An entire state in the union can take the time and change their flag that represented them for who knows how long. Yeah. Wouldn't the polite thing be to change your last name? Totally. You should change it to, to launched. Huh? Uh-uh. Just what anything. Lunch? That's what word thinks my, my name is when I write lunch. a word doc. Carmen Lunch. Okay. <laughs> so far, we can still have lunch. I say change it. 